0: James chapter 1, verse, starting in verse 13, says, Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Of his own will beget he us with the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. And we, we looked at, uh, last time I taught, we looked at the first, I think it was verses um, 13 through 16, or 13 through 15. And uh, we were talking about, in this that James is telling us that when we when we look away, I mean when we read these verses I think so much we think about you know the, the, the sin or the, or the lustful thing, maybe there's something when we say that. But it's, it's much broader than that if you remember what we talked about a few weeks ago. It's much broader than that. When we turn away from God, from His guidance, from His direction, that's what we're talking about. We're, we're giving in to temptation, whether it's Satan that's, that's fishing. And throwing some bait out for us to take, or whether it's of our own self, our own flesh, desiring not to wait on God or not to not to follow, not to seek his guidance. You know, I'm sure not very many of us get impatient or anything, I'm sure. But when these things happen, so we need to think about this being broad, much more broad than just I had a bad thought. James is talking much more broader than that. Okay? So I'm not going to go back, but he tells us God has given us three and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the word barriers, okay, to keep us away from falling into temptation, okay? And the one we talked about last time, and that is we should be thinking about God's judgment. Because, we're, you know, not just once we leave earth and go to eternity, but now because if we choose to turn from him to, you know, and make a decision that's out of his will or to sin, he's going he's gonna to judge us. He's not going to wait until we're not around here anymore to do it. He's going to, I mean, He's going to move upon us, okay? And that's one thing. So that God's judgment should deter us. Number one, it's kind of a negative if you think about it, because we like to think of the positive, but really it's a negative if you want to think of it. But still, we should consider God's judgment before we decide to make a decision or do something that's out of the will of the Lord, okay? I hope, I'm hope i hoping I'm making sense. So... Number two, tonight, the second hurdle or barrier, if you want to call that, that we have to get through or get over or ignore, maybe is a better way to say it, is God's goodness. I mean, you know, God's good to us, would you not? I mean, it's been, I've heard testimonies tonight, God's good to us, and, and uh, you know, when we're, when, we're, when we're struggling with something, when something drags on and we're dealing with things, I mean, it can be a multitude of things. I mean, the flesh wants to always has the idea that, well, you know what, I probably could figure this out on my own. I don't really need to, maybe, you know, I don't, maybe I don't need to wait on God's divine guidance. But that's never a good decision. So, but we need to think about how good he's been to us, his goodness. And in verse 16 and 17, James tells us, he says, Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights... With whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. You know, if I could, if I could just live every day of my life with those two verses right fresh in front of me, I'd probably do much better than what I do. And I'm not saying I'm doing anything real bad, but wouldn't you all agree? I mean, we, I think we, even though we know exactly what these verses say, we still struggle at times because we're human. But His goodness, and when He says do not err, it means to err means to wander wander not to wonder about wander like stray wander from the right way that's what he's telling us he's saying don't don't stray don't wander don't deviate from the true course or the real purpose i mean because men men err in judgment from from want of attention lack of attention to facts. you know when we when i make a mistake it's because I failed to consider the fact that God is trying to tell me something and I'm just not listening. Wouldn't you all agree? I mean, that's really, and that's what James is trying to tell us here, is that when we, when we do err, it's the fact that we've made a decision without the right facts. It's probably because we've relied on the facts that have come in from here rather than come in from here from the Holy Spirit and God trying to tell us how to, how to make a decision, if that makes sense. So you know there's, there's really no room for likes in this thing. I mean it's not it's not hard. All we've got to do is keep our eyes and our heart and our mind focused on him. I mean that's really what James is trying to tell us here. And but there's no room for laxness. I mean we've got to be intentional in this thing. I mean it doesn't just it doesn't just happen that we you know that we do that we're living an obedient life, wouldn't you agree? It doesn't just happen. I mean, we've got to put a little bit. There's got to be an intentional effort on our part. So you are awful. You are awful quiet. So. All right, verse seventeen. I like this. I never. A lot of these verses, you know, I think when I go back to uh, when I come across them to study or, or whatever. A lot of times I've read them many, many times, and I'm sure all of us have read a lot of these verses many times, but not really given it the the thought and really, and really thought on and, and pondered what the writer was trying to tell us here. And this is one of them because he tells us that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights. I mean, God only gives good gifts. I mean, he doesn't give anything that's not good. You know, and, and, um, and if it didn't come from God, guess what? It's not good. it's pretty simple okay i mean if it didn't come from him it's not good so i mean we can we can try to reason and we can come up with all the stuff we want to in our mind and in our hearts but if it didn't come from him it's not good so i'm gonna get there i get there (laughs) that'd be okay (laughs) um So, we may not immediately think about this. You know, you say, Well, it's easy for you to stand up there and say that every good gift and every perfect gift comes from God. You know, a lot of times we might not immediately see the goodness, but that doesn't mean that God doesn't have a good intent and good purpose for it. Just because we don't, just because we can't see it doesn't mean it's not good. It's not coming from Him, okay? And what I mean, for example, think about this. Think about the Apostle Paul. Think about all the stuff he went through, but think about this one thing in particular where he made the comment about his thorn, the thorn in the flesh. He said in there, and you guys can check me out in the, in the Bible, you can check me out. He says it was given to me. It was given to me, why? It was given to him, he said, for, my, for so that I wouldn't, basically I wouldn't get too big in thinking of myself. Okay, so I mean... If the Apostle Paul can, can say that, I dare say I can say that and probably all of us can, but he, we, we see things, you know, I think so much that uh, it's easy to say that, you know, God will send trials and things our way in order to help us grow, right? It's easy to, and we know that that's fact, that's Bible. But when we personally have to go through those when he comes to, to our, into our life and he starts to want to do a little trimming and a little work on my life and he, what he's doing is for our good. I mean, it's a given, that's what he's doing is for our good, but it's not always easy for us to quickly see that, right? And we may not see it, but we got to trust, that's where faith comes in, we got to trust him, we got to trust him, what he's doing because we don't know God. His ways are, the Bible says His ways are much higher than our ways, correct? And in order to do that, this right here is the only way it's going to happen. We've got to read it. We've got to spend time in God's Word. Now, I mean, think I, maybe you don't. I do. And I, I don't think that's Bible. I mean, I think the Bible teaches us that if we're going to grow strength, strength comes from His Word. That's where we get our strength is from His Word. So, <laughs> that's true. That's, yeah, that's it. That's it. So, so the way God gives is always good. I mean, that's what James just tells us here, right? He says, "Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above." I mean, the way God, but the way He gives is also always good. You know, I mean, it's not just the fact that he does give, everything he does give is good, but the way that he gives is always good. And what he gives and how he gives are both good. And I, and I thought about this, because um, some of you's kind of looking at me like, what are you, I don't know where you're going with this. But if you think about this, if, if somebody comes by you, you know, whether it's somebody you know or not, somebody just kind of passes by and tosses something to you and says, here, I got this for you. And they just keep on going. What's going to be your response? My response is probably going to be, I think I'll set that thing down and get a little bit of distance between me and that. Right? I mean, that doesn't seem like that's something that somebody was really that likes me would want to. Right? Would want to give it to me? Right? Wouldn't they want to? How somebody gives you something matters. I mean, that's what I'm trying to say. When God gives us something, He cares because He loves us. I mean, that's why He's given, and that's how He gives. He gives out of love. So, as believers. We think about you know somebody just kind of dropping something by to us. We got to be careful that we don't respond in the same way um, when God gives us something. You know what I mean? I mean sometimes the hard times we don't see as a gift, but it's a gift. I mean it's a gift from God because he, it, the gift is the fact that He cares and loves enough for us and about us is because He wants us to take that whatever it is He's given whether it's a good thing or or a hard thing, and to grow us with it. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to grow us in whatever he's gifting to us. I mean, we always, you know, I'm just going to be honest with you. When I think about a gift, I want something that's going to be fun. It's not always the way it is when God, I mean, but God's intent is always good. His intent, and that's what I'm trying to say, is when how he gives to us, it's always positive. It's always good, and what he gives is always good. (laughs) right. That's right, that's right. <laughs> God is good, that's right. That's right, he does. So, God always gives for a blessing and out of love. And like I said, we might not understand in the current situation, but we got to focus on what God's given and what else he is desiring to give. I mean, I, I thought about that. I mean, it's, we get caught up in the moment, because we're human i mean you know whatever it is that we're if we're into a i mean a, a dilemma or a trial i mean i'm talking about trials and things those are you say well how is that a gift from god because again he is he's wanting us to grow and to draw closer to him that's how it's a gift he's wanting and he's doing it out of his love for us so yep and and on that point if, if you're not agreeing with everything I'm saying, back up and start in tr- verse 1 of this same chapter. What's what's James telling us about? He's telling us that you gotta, there are gonna be tribulations, we gotta grow, There's going we gotta have patience. I mean, we don't like to think about those things, but that's the reality of life that we live in. I mean, that's, and that's how we get closer to him. So it's not the way that we would like to get closer to him. We would like to just draw close to him and have him love on us, and he does love us, but we don't want to go through those trials and those problems, and you know, I'll be honest with you, I don't I don't enjoy him either, but that's part of life. I'm glad I've got him with me to get me through these things as we go. Rather, I'd much rather have him knowing that I can go to him and and pray and have his word. If I was lost, who would I go to and be going through those same things? I'd have no But we want to look at those things at times from our perspective and not God's perspective I mean we can't see his view we understand that but, w- but we allow ourselves to want to form an opinion and it's not we got to look to him we got to trust it comes down to faith and trust I mean it really does so we got to remember from God's viewpoint I think I just said this and purpose everything that comes to us I first wrote down our way and then that's not that's not how it works it comes to us directly because he says he's sending it to us From God is to grow us more to Him and allow Him to grow more in us. That's His purpose. So, God gives, and it goes on, God gives constantly. He says, God doesn't just give occasionally. You think about that. I mean, when He says, cometh down, what I read, and uh, Dawn's not here because I think she was an English teacher. I was going to ask her, but anyway. he said he doesn't give occasionally. When he says here, cometh down from heaven or cometh down from above, that means that's present. That means it's continually, he's continually given good things to us. I mean, every day he's given his grace to us every day. So, so the Father of lights, Linda, But to your question. So the Father of lights is God Almighty, right? I mean, that's who we he's talking about here, and that's who James is, is talking about. And the Bible teaches us that God is light and that God created light. Okay, very simple, right? Everybody agrees with that. Genesis 1-3, I'll just reference just I'll just flip back here and read it. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And if you turn, if you go forward a few more verses to verse 14, I kind of think this is what James was getting at. In verse 14 he says, and God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven, to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. I mean to me that's when he says he's the father of lights because he, he he created everything. He created all the lights. That's There is no darkness. That's right. There is no darkness. And... He created all lights. He's the source of all light. And we know that God himself, he can be nothing but light because he's holy and he's pure and he's perfect. I mean, he can be nothing but light. But, you know, when we think about all the from the creation standpoint, but also just physically, I mean, he's the source of all light, physical, intellectual, intellectual moral spiritual i mean you think any anything is in this world that is good truly good i mean it comes from god i mean even if even you know broad i'm talking broadly because he's the source of light i mean all the from a moral perspective people that are thinking correctly thinking good thoughts it's all coming from god nothing bad comes from him so but the other thing and he says he doesn't change god does not change it's impossible for God to change. Okay, impossible. It's not going to happen. He cannot change for the worse because he's holy. And he can't change for the better because he's already perfect. So how's he going to change? Okay, I mean, he, he's perfect. So Malachi even said, and let me find that real quick. I was going to mark that, and I didn't. Let me flip back here. Malachi 3.6. I change not. I mean, I can't get I wanted to get the whole thing, but that's what he says. Here it is, Malachi 3.6. For I am the Lord, I change not. I mean, that's what he's saying. He, he doesn't change. So there's no, I think somebody said it, there's no shadows with God. I mean, think about this. Warren Wiersbe said this. He said, the light of the sun. Think about this in the, the solar system, okay? We have the earth and the sun, okay? Pretty simple, right? So the light of the sun... Depending on where the earth is, the light on the earth changes, correct? But the sun does not change, right? The earth changes. Same way with God, okay? We may feel like we don't have much sun shining on us for whatever reason. Or we may feel like God's not maybe as close to us. But it's not Him, it's us. It's us. I mean, and I like what he said there. The sun, the sun's still shining... And God's still just as bright and just as holy and just as pure as He was before, as He's always been. Because there wasn't any before. It's always He's always been because He always has been. So, but if shadows come between us and God the Father, He didn't cause them, and we got to remember that. You know, when we get down, and I dare say we probably all get down at times, it's not God; it's us. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta stay close to Him. I. We should never question God's love or doubt his goodness when difficulties come or when temptations appear. That's not the time to doubt whether he loves us or, or whether, whether he cares about us. It's the time to draw close to him and just keep and hold on. So, uh, I think I'm probably just about out of time. But the first barrier, like I said, was God's judgment. The second one that he set up for us is God's goodness. You know we can we can obey God. Think about this. We can obey God because he may chasten us or he will chasten us. He'll judge us, right? And we can obey him because we know that or we can obey him because he's already been so generous to us and because we love him. It's kind of our choice whether we want to how, you know, whether we want to choose to do as he desires whether we wanna do it because we know he's gonna judge us or because we know we love him and how good he's been to us. So I'll quit there.